the podcast with everything paranormal. It's the two, two, two paranormal podcast starring your host, Joe George, and his other sibling, me, My Jennifer sister. sister. So is your brain fried after recording that show? We just, <laughs> as you guys don't know, but we are recording our second show at the same time, <laughs> but I went on the rabbit hole of rabbit holes with the last I show. Know. I'm sorry if you were listening going... What, what the, the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, it was a rough one. So it's just a rough day. There's yeah. a lot going on and oh, anniversary busy, busy, of busy. dad passing and just, yeah. So anyways, just bear with us. Yeah. This one's going to be much better. Yeah. So as you're listening to this, we are in Peru, Indiana, enjoying ourselves at a convention. Absolutely. And hopefully all of you are there with us and we're hanging out and we're having a great time. But or if you're listening to this on the way to the show. Yes, we have some really awesome, awesome places in Indiana that are haunted that we need to bring to you because it is very important to know where all the haunted places yes. are in Indiana. We do talk about Ohio and Michigan a lot, but we don't want to forget about we our have, neighbors, I, our Indiana neighbors. I mean, have we been to a convention in Indiana? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. I don't think so either. This is going to be the first one. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I mean, we've obviously did paranormal investigations in yes, Indiana. Yes, but not conventions. Mm-hmm. So... Like, um, look out, India. Rudolph Asylum? Is that Randolph? Randolph. Yeah. Randolph Asylum. That was amazing. Yeah. Paranormal Cafe 101. I want to go back yeah. to the asylum. Yeah. We always just got to find the time. You know, it's just a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, guys, listen to these spooky, spooky places that you need to go investigate. But don't go illegally because I didn't tell you to do that okay yeah first of all this place is in a city called poland indiana okay and it it is at 3000 north bowling green road in poland indiana um oh it's bowling green poland road sorry oh okay now it's zion united church of christ cemetery so you know a lot of these small town churches have their cemeteries attached um right next to the church why they call it a churchyard? I was going to say, it's, bom, then it's bom, called a churchyard. Bom. Okay. The spooky sort of love that this church cemetery gets from the locals uh, is because the area is a hot spot for unexplained lights, um, various strange sounds. They are hearing eerie sense or ghost whispers. They feel eerie sensations. And most people say they have the feeling of being watched. Some say... There's a very helpful ghost that is known to go outside of the cemetery, stop cars, and tell them to turn back if they get too close to the cursed ground. Oh, okay. So this thing is appearing to people and telling mm-hmm. them to turn around. So that is in Poland, and that Indiana. Goes, that's cool, too, because that cemetery, people have gone in that cemetery and sat there at night, which, you, you know, I don't I don't know if it's closed at night or whatever, but I don't know. People go in there at night and see those lights. Yeah. Are they spirits coming out of the ground? Are they, you know, what are these lights? It is so amazing. You know what's really strange? Did 
have you ever driven by okay there's a historic cemetery in toledo we've talked about it's called woodlawn cemetery have you ever driven by there at night and see lights in there people are putting those solar lights next to graves and it freaks me out because i think i keep seeing lights because you're expecting not not to see any lights in a cemetery and all of a sudden you see all these like things there's tons of them now tons but at the zion church cemetery people are going and sitting there watching lights float through the cemetery so cool i'll have to uh, look that up and see if that's um on our way home uh and we could stop there yeah you know and seeing that there's they're seeing apparitions of ghosts outside the cemetery warning them not to get too close is so interesting Mm, spooky i hope it happens Uh, (laughs) next place okay is St. Mary's College, and it's called Le Mans Hall. Now, this is in Notre Dame, so on the campus of the Notre Dame, um, which is South Bend. Um, there's scary apparitions of a girl hanging from a noose. Oh. Now, this has been witnessed many times in the bell tower of the Le Mans Hall. So the legend has it that she committed suicide in that spot, and they don't say what year that happened, um, but it's also known to uh, have a blood stain on the fourth floor of the infirmary from that girl's death. Now, we probably have to dig that up a little bit more, but the address is 149 Lamont Hall, and that is on the campus of no- University of Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame is known for having a lot of haunted locations, like the main building. Mm-hmm. Centered at the heart of the campus, so Notre Dame's main building is home of many different apartments and offices, of course. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame is known for having a lot of haunted locations on the campus. One of them is the main building, and it's a huge building mm-hmm. centrally located in the middle of it, but it's actually the third building that was there. The other two were destroyed in fires. Now, the thing is, they're saying that this building seeing that the other two were destroyed by fires are the ghosts are all over this building and people have been seeing apparitions hearing voices all that same stuff for years and years in this building and heard by hundreds of people spooky cool you know another part is called the black lake trail and they're saying that it's not haunted but there's been a lot of things that happen on this trail because they say that it's a very spooky scary trail mm. through the you know the campus uh-huh. and there have been reports of people hearing footsteps like they're being followed okay on the trail whether it's a killer squirrel trying to get them or what <laughs> but there's a lot of legends about that too yeah. on notre dame campus but i mean it goes all over like washington hall is known to be haunted you know and then they have the cemetery and they're saying that the cemetery on the campus is haunted they have a cemetery on the campus yeah i've never heard of that yeah that's what it says wow so yeah they have a cemetery on the grounds which was established in 1842 and there are claims of hauntings all over this um I'm looking at the note. I just brought up the Notre Dame website to see where it was located, but it doesn't show exactly where. But there are reports of dark figures wandering the graveyard late at night and places of curiosity, mentos, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the weird things that happens in this cemetery is they say that mementos, 
not Mentos, <laughs> but mementos are placed on the grave sites, but yet they never see anybody placing them on there. Ooh, spooky. So is it, you know, apparitions actually putting stuff on the graves? But yeah, so Notre Dame is filled with haunted locations. The Washington Hall looks like an amazing place. Mm. It almost looks like a cathedral. I drove by that campus when, uh, last January. I went to uh, Michigan City, Indiana, mm-hmm. um, to this casino to do this meet and greet with Vegas Low Roller. It was really fun. And on the way back, I drove through South Bend, and I wanted to go by the campus. Yeah. It's giant. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, my God. It was huge. It took me like 30 minutes just to get around the town. <laughs> but I did find a ton of stuff at the thrift store, tons <laughs> and tons of uh, Notre Dame, you know, merch, I guess mm-hmm. you would call it. And I resold some of it. But that funded my gas money. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. here's what's, a re- what's that tunnel you were talking about? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, sorry. I no, thought you had it in front of you. Tunnelton Tunnel. Oh, okay. So there's an apparition of a man who was decapitated during the tunnel's construction. Many people have said he's wandering around looking for his head. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So a decapitated person looking for his head. Right. Now, one of the rumors um, that floats around, bum, 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 um, is that there's a gra- there was a graveyard on top of the tunnel, or maybe it's still there, I'm not sure. And during the construction, some of the bodies fell through into the tunnel. Oh. And then another legend tells of a ghost family that was killed in a horse and buggy crash, and it fell down into the river down the hill next to the tunnel. And then people hear the family screams when they're in the tunnel. Interesting. But digging a tunnel under a graveyard... Yeah, recipe for... Yeah. And that's in the city of Bedford. And the address, I don't have the exact address, but it's just on a called River Road. Oh, okay. So if you guys... Yeah, when you were mentioning that before about the tunnel with the headless horse or headless person looking for his head, I'm like, how's he looking for his head if he's... I know, right? <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I love about these legends. Is it's really spooky these... looking. Okay, so I just Google the picture of it. It looks super spooky. It looks... Sp- Kind of like Moonville Tunnel. Okay. Um, and let me see where that is near. Now, that is south of Indianapolis, west of Cincinnati. And let me see if it's near where we're going to be. So that's not that far away. No, no. It's um, probably, I would say probably about 30 miles south of Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Near a town called Bedford. Oh, okay. So, guys, check it out if you're out zooming around okay here's another one you ready for this one sure okay now there is another haunted bridge called avon bridge yeah okay so the avon haunted bridge is a railroad bridge and it was built in 1906 now of course here's the legend Uh right a mother was walking along with her baby along the tracks and they fell to their deaths now locals said every time you would drove under the bridge you would honk to drown out the sound of her ghostly wails so people every time they go through this bridge they still to this day honk now that is a half mile south of us 36 off county road 625 east in avon i love this the the bridge stories Mm -hmm. there's always a bridge legend 
and it's always either the school bus fell or the motorcyclist got decapitated right. or um avon is just outside of indianapolis it's west of indianapolis like super close to it so guys if you're traveling track that out yeah now here's another really spooky one but this one is a restaurant so um it used to be a private mansion but they now locally or currently it's a um Mexican restaurant called the Hacienda and it's rumored to be haunted by apparitions of those who used to live in the mansion. Now um, there's been a couple stories. One said the apparition belongs to the maid um, who had an affair with the mansion's owner and when she became pregnant he shunned her so she hung herself in the attic. There's another ghost story that says the owner became um, one of the apparitions after he shot himself in the basement. So very odd things reported, electrical appliances turn on and off, faucets turn on and off by themselves, lights turn on and off. So it's almost like something's trying to get your attention. That's in Mishawaka, and that's 700 Lincoln Way West in Mishawaka. Interesting, Mishawaka isn't far outside of South Bend. Yeah. Near Notre Dame. Okay. You know, one of the places that I've actually been to is called the Indiana Repertoire Theater. Mm -hmm. The story goes to avoid the cold and rainy weather. A former artist, artistic director used to jog indoors around the upstairs mezzanine. Okay. So the story goes that he was jogging around the inside. He was killed during one of his jogs on a foggy day <gasps> when his nephew hit him with his car. Oh. Now, wait a minute. The legend goes that he went inside to get out of the weather and jogged around the upstairs messaging. How was he killed by well, his... Maybe it was a different day. Okay. So the story goes that he was actually killed, but he still haunts this place to this day. You can hear him jogging up in the messaging. Okay. So yeah, when I was there though, I didn't do any ghost hunting. I just visited there the one day that I was in Indianapolis. I actually met my alter ego twin, Joe Shortridge, <laughs> in Indianapolis. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you remember funny. that? At, at Shortridge High School. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, when I was on the Facebook, I looked up my name and saw him, and he was in Indianapolis, so we kind of became friends. Uh -huh. And when I went there, we actually, he took me to the repertoire theater, and we didn't do a ghost hunt or nothing, but we walked yeah. in. But I wish I would have known the legend before I went in because I could, actually you know go up in the mezzanine and see if i can hear the jogging but yeah. that's the story is at the theater you hear him jogging around the mezzanine how cool is that but we've talked about theaters before and i am sure now i don't know but i am sure that there's all kinds of hauntings at this theater yes what theater isn't haunted yeah tell me that <laughs> so that was the indiana repertoire theater cool very cool there is a so there's a small cemetery, and it's called the Step Cemetery. Now, it's very tiny. It only has 25 graves or so. There's a lot of rumors that it was started by cult members. Okay. And one of the legends is there's a grieving mother who committed suicide after losing her baby. Now, the legend is that her apparition appears to be dressed in black and is stood standing over the baby's grave and crying it's in martinsville 
And that's near Forest Road and North Bean Blossom Road. I love the tiny little cemeteries. I just think for some reason, because it's probably a family cemetery. No, I'm just saying small oh, okay. small cemeteries generally tend to be like, you know, like a family plot. Yeah. Not this one in particular, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, you always get like just really interesting history out of those smaller ones. Also in the cemetery, there is a spooky tree stump that became known as the warlock chair. Oh. And um, over the years, you know, stories kind of morph and grow, but, you know, people are dared to sit in this chair and see if you have any like spooky feelings there. You know, some of the the stories tied to this one are, you know, people who have died in car accidents nearby show up outside the cemetery. And if you look, there is the oldest gravestone is to be of Isaac Hartstock. Um, He was a veteran of the War of 1812 and died in 1851. Mm. So if you do the math on that, he's probably in his 40s um, when he died. So interesting. He could have been wounded from the war. Yeah. And it, it like I said, it, it's off Three Lakes Trail, which is a hiking trail. Now, according to some folklore, there was a group called the Crabites. Um, mostly undocumented, but somewhat fringe Christian sect that may have used the cemetery from, for some of their ritualistic practices. Um, after a brief residency, I guess you would call it, of them living around there, the Crabites pulled up stakes and moved to Brown County. Now, somebody had done some digging on this, and one of their revelations was something about the four corners of the earth where the angels would come. So the Crabites believed that the earth was square and it was mentioned because it was mentioned four corners. They had like strange belief in that. Some people recorded um, long ago, somebody's grandfather chasing people out of the cemetery. And and it kind of quotes like her grandfather who served in somewhat uh, official capacity in the area was called upon to disperse and with a bullwhip, oh. chase these people out of here because they were engaging in ritualized sexual license. And when he came across the leader, his name was William Crab of the Crabites, um, they were doing these unusual practices. So it was um, stirring people to come and, you know, see what kind of weird things were going on. Yeah. And they basically got run out of the area so the cemetery still has this reputation there's a lot of reputation of that cemetery because one of the things that happened on july 24th in 2001 was there's a cemetery or a um plot there called the baby lester oh baby lester died in 1937 well someone set the grave on fire (gasps) no there was toys oh my gosh you know people lay toys and all that for baby Lester and someone went in and caught it on fire on July 24th, 2014. You know, it says the the toys of the grave about baby Lester were set on fire um, sometime in the past few days from July 24th. It's like so bizarre that they went in and caught that grave on fire. Yeah. So there's something going on with that cemetery. That is creepy. So guys, check it out. It's, um, Oh, uh, where did I say it was? Oh, it's in Martinsville. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
let's see. Oh, here's one, Joe. And this is a inn. It's called the Rockport Inn. Now, this is in Rockport City. Okay. It was built in 1850s as a private home. And it was one of the first buildings in the area to have a glass or to have glass windows. Oh. Which is interesting. Uh, now, it's rumored to be part of the Underground Railroad. And it was also rumored to have ghosts. Um, the apparition of the wife of the owner is seen to walk the halls and be heard and seen by guests and employees for many, many years there. Now that is at 130 South third street in Rockport. So sticking with restaurants and inns, I want to talk about one at 327 South Meridian street in Indianapolis. It is called the Slippery Noodle Inn. <laughs> yes. The, snippler, <laughs> the Slippery oh Noodle Inn has been around since 1850, so it has its share of spirits. Among these seen are ghosts of slaves and a cowboy, a caretaker, and a prostitute. So you got a mix there, Jen, of a oh little bit gosh. of everything. That's the Slippery Noodle Inn. So if you go to the Slippery Noodle Inn, look for a ghost of a slave, cowboy, caretaker, they and a prostitute. They are still open, and it's in Indianapolis, uh-huh. and they look like they have a great menu. So I think we found our lunch place, Joe. They have lunch specials. Oh. Yeah. That's um, a bit away from where we are today. Yeah, but, you know, maybe but figure it out. Next time we go to Indianapolis to see... Joe Shortridge, we could meet him at the restaurant. They have slippery noodle sticks for nine forty nine, <laughs> which are Bosco sticks, deep fried crispy noodle sticks stuffed with mozzarella cheese served with marinara, and that sounds delicious. And they got wings. We gotta go. They got teriyaki chicken sub. Okay, good stuff. Good food. Good ghosts. Slippery noodle in. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go because of the name. I know, right? We need t-shirts or something. We got to go there and tell them we're from 222 Paranormal Podcast and say, is this place haunted? And they'll talk about the <laughs> the slave prostitute. Uh, caretaker cow- cowboys. Care- caretaker cowboys. So, Love it. So what they're doing is they people are eating dinner and they're hearing the sounds of spurs walking. Through. I, I'm just making that cling, up. Cling, cling. I am making that totally you up. You never know. <laughs> You never know. Um, let's see. Sticking with Indianapolis and on the same street, actually not far. So this is 350. Slippery Noodles 372. And, oh, no, this is North Meridian. That was South Meridian. But anyways, same area. Built in the 1920s, the Indianapolis Athletic Club um, is believed to be haunted by the ghost of a fireman who attempts to wake guests in the middle of the night. Now, the legend is that the man had died in a fire, which occurred there in 1992. So this is more recent haunting, um, which is crazy because, you know, 1992 is 20 years ago. Yes. No, 30 years ago. It's, yes. 30 years ago. It doesn't seem like it. Like when I hear 30 years ago, I think 1971, but that's when I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is interesting. You know, he died in the fire, and now he's trying to alert people. Uh, another cemetery, 
Okay. Indianapolis, uh, 11266 East Prospect Street. So this is the Paul Ruster Park Cemetery. The legends are that there is a ghost of a little boy. Now, he was said to be killed near the train tracks. And they see him or hear him walking along the pass near the roadway, and he plays a harmonica. Oh, okay. Which is interesting because if you're going to get an EVP and you hear a harmonica, that's a good. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, it's an unusual sound to hear just in normal course of business, right? Mm-hmm. Got one more. Okay. Then I want to talk about the most haunted building in Indianapolis. Yes, for sure. Okay. So this is the French Lick Springs Hotel and it's in French Lick, Indiana. <laughs> okay. All right. Bear with me here. Um, Now, this is a historic resort hotel complex, and it's said to be haunted by the former owner, Thomas Taggart. Now, he is known to be seen around the service elevators and mists and phantom tobacco smells are seen. So, or seen in her smell. Smells, yeah. So, they're seeing mists and then smelling a tobacco smell, which is interesting because... We've been in places where we've smelt like oh, yeah. cigarettes and, mm-hmm. and tobacco and pipes and nobody around. You know, b- buildings been closed up forever. Now, he is said to be um, an expert at operating the elevators from beyond. And um, when the place gets really busy, he will be or he is said to appear in the elevators helping people. He's also said to appear riding a horse in the ballroom or down the halls and holds ghostly parties that the staff have heard through closed doors when nobody else was in the ballroom. Now, here's an interesting thing that happened at this hotel, too. And I think this was on one of the ghost shows. Um, I think they investigated this place because it sounds familiar. There's a red stain that is said to appear in a guest bathroom, bathroom bathtub. Um from a bride who committed suicide and the cleaning staff claim that the whole sixth floor is haunted by shadows, breezes, disembodied laughter, ghosts, footsteps. Um, People will call the front desk or the front desk will get calls from Mm -hmm. unoccupied rooms. And there's also a ghost of an African-American bellhop who has shown up in photos in his bellhop uniform. That would be awesome. Yes. So that is um, a little bit south of Indianapolis, and it's kind of close to Louisville, um, Kentucky. So mm-hmm. it's kind of in that triangle between Cincinnati, Louisville, and um, Indianapolis, and it's in the Hoosier National Forest area. And they do have a scenic railway there, too. And, you know, we find a lot of our, a lot of ghost stories based out of in and around railways. Yeah. Okay, so let's go to the heart of Indianapolis. And now that we're looking at all these places, I really want to go to Indianapolis for a little while. (laughs) But this is considered Indianapolis, actually the the whole city's most haunted location. It's called the Hannah House. Now, this place is amazing. It's one of them old, big style, southern looking buildings that, is right in the heart of Indianapolis. And it's on the south side of Indianapolis, which is one of the most haunted places of the Midwest. Indiana State Legislator Alexander Hanna built the 24-room house in 1858 
the mansion was part of the Underground Railroad, and slaves were actually hidden in the basement of it. On one tragic night, a group of slaves were waiting to leave out of their hiding spot when someone knocked over an oil lamp. The basement completely went up into flames, trapping them and killing them in the basement. Oh, wow. The dead slaves were hastily buried in the cellar, dirt floor, and covered up quickly so that no one would know that there was actually something wrong. So they actually hid the fire and everything. Wow. They, they buried these slaves. Investigators, like, you know, paranormal investigators and past owners believe that the slaves still haunt the house till this day. Several people have witnessed the ghost of the slaves and heard moans and whispers in the cellar. The mansion was given the nickname, the house that reeks of death. Ooh, that sounds cool. Many people have seen doors swing uh, for no reason. They've had unexplained cold drafts. Also, the apparition of what many people think is Hannah himself, so the previous owner, Mm -hmm. has been spotted on the property many, many times. Cool. So that's the Hannah house, and I want to go. All right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That, yeah, it looks really cool. It's 24 rooms, built in 1858, and um, it must have some kind of restoration, you know. Yeah, it definitely looks like it was completely renovated. It's beautiful. Um, They do have a website, so you can go to their website. It's Mm -hmm. historicalhannahouse.com. Yep, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I I can't believe there's this many places in Indiana. I just, I never really looked at it. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple more um, that I found. um, Like, there's a state hospital and um, some old jails and different estates, um, tons of cemeteries. And there's one called the um, Central State Hospital. It's formerly known as the Indiana Hospital for the Insane. Oh. And, um, you know, with a lot of the old mental health facilities, people weren't treated great um and many died so there's um, mass graves unmarked graves and they believe there's just a ton of spirits that are haunting that place which place is that sorry oh the central state hospital okay so what kind of hauntings go on at the central state hospital there have been reports of seeing doctor apparitions so lab coats yeah there are Many reports of like people getting touched, grabbed, poked, scratched, um, hearing mental patients screaming, um, whispers, dark shadows, strange figures, orbs, lights. Yeah. Just a whole the gamut. Whole ga- yeah. yeah it's it's almost like the same stuff you see at other places. Got a lot of, a lot of different activity. Mm-hmm. Um, even outside around the property and then, you know, where the uh, graves are. They get uh, the people have investigated yeah. their, you know, a lot of hits on all of their equipment. But, you know, you guys know that. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing is, back then, you know, in 1884 or to even 1926, they, I don't mean to sound rude, but they weren't really treated that good. Oh, no. I mean, it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, that one, if you guys are looking for it, I believe it is, let me find a 
Tribs in Washington, Indianapolis. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. There's like there's so, there's many. so many cool places that you guys just going to have to take a weekend and go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to. I mean, yeah. I want to go now that I've, you know, and it, it, we always say that we want to go to these places. So, you know, um, if anybody out there can give us $10 million so that we can travel so in donate, our tour bus just donate to us all the haunted dollars. locations. You just got an extra million dollars laying around. Just <laughs> cash at me. Uh, um, you know, this one is really popular. I hear a lot about it, but I don't know a lot about it, but it's called the Whispers Estates. Oh, yeah. Um, so this one is known as one of the most haunted places. Now, this has been on, like, you know, the most terrifying places in America and a lot of the ghost shows. This house is haunted by dead orphans and patients who came here to seek treatment or just to live there. Now, there are individual and mass graves in the backyard, as well as um, a doctor's office inside. And people have um, reported being touched, feeling weird tremors in their body, um, seeing door handles jiggle, the feeling of being watched. And it's just one of those places that you walk in and you just feel totally creeped out as soon as you get in there. Um, Other strange things that happen in this estate are, you know, there were so many people dying. They found lost limbs with body parts, organs, boarded fetuses. So, you know, this might have been a place like that was kind of like a refuge for people who didn't have anywhere to go or needed medical attention and didn't want to go to a hospital. Oh. Um, it looks really terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> they took in a ton of children. Um, there was a 10-year-old girl who started a fire on the porch and passed away due to her terrible burns, but they still see her running around the house. Mm. And uh, let me see. Okay, so this is in Mitchell, Indiana. It's at 714 West Warren Street in Mitchell, Indiana. Go check it out. That's awesome. They have a Facebook I mean, I shouldn't page. say that's awesome, but it's the hauntings is awesome. Yeah, but there's so many haunted locations in Indiana, and I, we just didn't know because we, we hardly ever go that way. We're, we're always going down to Pennsylvania and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I know. We've got to go west, young yeah, man. Yeah, so, you know, check out these locations. We're definitely going to look deeper into these locations. And as normal, when we do our conventions, we hit up a road trip and we're going to hit up a couple of these places and check them out, you know. Yeah. So if you do go to some of these locations, let us know yeah. what, you, what you find and what? what they're actually like. Yeah. Come on the show and tell us all the ghost stories. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And share it up on our Facebook page. You know, ha- that's one thing about our Facebook page. It's an open book. Put your in put your experience on our page so everybody else can share with you. And um, like we always say, please, please, please hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. If you haven't subscribed to the show, do it right now. Yes. Do it now as you're listening to this. We're on but, many, many different podcasting sites. We also have a YouTube page, so make sure you check that out as well. And if you love what you hear, make sure you tell everybody about yes. it. And next time you come to the convention that we're at and you said you shared the show or you told your friends about it, we'll give you some swag. Yeah, we'll give you some free stuff. We got stickers. We'll, we'll, we'll bribe you to <laughs> to subscribe. Right, right. <laughs> but anyhow, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed all the different locations. Check them out. You know, look them up. And to match the show, let's play some Sister Suicide. 
Absolutely. because of the bridges that people die on from 60 Second Crush. All right, guys. Have a great week, Joe. See you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you.